Warning, this podcast contains adult content, including frank discussions of sex and lots and lots of swear words. Enjoy! With his other hand, he held her waist, pulled her close, and kissed her. She forgot to close her eyes. The kiss ended before she'd even registered it had happened. His hand slid down to her narrow hips, warming her skin through her clothes. He tilted his head, grazing her nose with his. Oh, it's so cute! It's so cute! It's cute! It's cute! It's cute! Should I keep going? No! I mean, does it get sexy? Before her breathing had been shallow but inaudible, but it's... No, it just keeps getting cute. Oh, doki doki. All right. Let's do a... Let's do the podcast. Oh, okay, sure. Let's do the podcast. Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Claire. And this is FMK Lit. Where we read two romance novels. A straight one and a queer one. And then we play Fuck, Marry, Kill with the characters. Yes! Uh, all the spoilers. So many spoilers. So, like... Imagine a basket uh-huh. full of spoilers. Uh-huh. That's what this podcast uh, is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a basket and of spoilers. And we just, like, just, we're like the little flower girls at the wedding, just throwing spoilers all over the place. And here's one for you. And one for and you. here's one for Everybody you. Everybody gets spoilers! Uh, ah! So if you don't like spoilers... Uh, what you should do is turn off the podcast, look at what we're talking about, go buy the books, and uh, give those authors a little treat... Mm-hmm. By giving them money. Yep. And then come back and listen to us. And then come back and listen to us. Great. Hey, Claire. Yeah. What did we read today? <laughs> All right. So today we're reading two books. Uh-huh. Uh, Let's Talk About Love by Claire Can. Uh-huh. And You're in all the books. I'm in all the books. Or I wrote all the books, or I'm in all the books. It's fine. Claire is such a great name. Oh, and we're also reading 16th Summer by Michelle Dalton. Good. Yeah. So what was the theme? Uh, the theme was summer fling. Uh-huh. Or summer loving or summer. summer. I was in a production of Grease in children's theater that had to be appropriate for the kindergartners that were in it. Jesus fucking Christ. No pregnancy, no smoking, no booze. It was basically like Grease Lightning with Change Lyrics and Summer Lovin' with Change Lyrics. That was... Right. Well, oh, and beauty, you're the one that I want. You can't do beauty and hand queen jive. Drop off, drop out. Yeah, we did beauty school dropout. But like, did she drop? I thought she dropped out because she was pregnant. No. Oh. Rizzo was pregnant. Frenchie was just bad at beauty school. Oh. 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 oh no! I feel so terrible now. That's whatever. I knew Rizzo was possibly pregnant. Yes. I thought in the musical she gets an abortion. I don't think so. Does she have the baby in the musical? Oh, no. Is, is she pregnant? She's not actually pregnant. Oh, lucky Rizzo. She just thinks she's pregnant. I, I she's bet late. in the first draft she had an abortion. I mean, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Great. But first. Yes. Before we get into books and not musicals. Claire. <laughs> yes, Neil. What's got you hot and bothered? What has got me hot and bothered? That is such a good question. Um, I'm really um, scared of the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. I'm bothered by them. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. We've let things come to a terrible place. Um, so many things are up at the Supreme Court, but uh, specifically uh, trans rights. It's coming up. Uh, they've agreed to hear. Uh, they've agreed to hear a case about employment rights, mm-hmm. and I am scared. Yeah, um, that's I'm fair. 
sad and upset that uh, that it may be okay to fire somebody. Well, according to the law. According to the law. Not according to being a decent fucking human being. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's upsetting. Aww. It's really scary. And um, I'm scared for my friends. I'm scared for, you know, soul of America and where we were going. You know, like, when I was growing up, it really did feel like we were working towards something. That there was an idea that what the American dream was beyond American homes or whatever, blah, 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 is really a constant improvement. Mm-hmm. It's a constant striving towards yeah. ensuring equality. Yeah. Like, since... It's an ongoing experiment in democracy. Right. Yeah. And that ongoing experiment in democracy means, like Obama says, like, you know, the arc is long, but, you know... Long and slow. But it bends towards justice. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like it does. No. <laughs> that maybe it slowly bends towards justice, and then some asshole comes along and then hits it with an axe right before it gets there. Yeah. So, um, you know, like, I feel like it's two steps forward, four steps back. Yeah. Um, and that just when trans visibility is getting some real change. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just moving on back again. And that's scary and sad. And it, it's really upsetting. Um, and so I'm bothered. That's fair. Sad things. You have to warn me when you do these heavy, hot, and bothered. I'm sorry. Because mine is like, here's a cool thing I just discovered. Oh. And it feels so frivolous It's just been on my mind because I don't, I feel like as a person... I'm changing, and I'm getting better, and it's slow. It's not always working. Like, mm-hmm. I have so much improvement to make, and I don't, oh, I definitely don't say the right thing more often than not, and I definitely don't do the right thing more often than not, and I will continue to not do the right thing more often than not, uh, but I feel like I'm changing and growing, and, and uh and I want everybody else to do it, uh, too. <laughs> like, yeah. Slowly but surely, I want us to get there. But, ugh, fucking, 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 facts. fucking things. <laughs> fucking facts. And I can't do anything when it's in the Supreme Court. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, sad times. Hmm. Sorry. Do you say happy things now? So, there's a thing I just found out about. Yay! Neil, what's got you hot and bothered? But it's 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 queer, so like by nature, it's subversive to yeah, you know, conservatism, conservatism. So, fuck you guys. So uh, we all we are all aware of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, I'm super behind. Sad face because I don't have cable, so I don't have a way to watch it unless I like go to one of the viewing parties at the bars, but. I can't give up every Thursday night. I don't know my life. Like, who knows when something will pop up? And I, like, unless I want to give money to YouTube, which I don't, or iTunes, which I don't, I, like, can't watch it. There's a boy band uh, documentary on YouTube, and I almost put down money to watch it. That's Which boy band? Oh, no, it's about Lou Pearlman. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. I bet it's really good. Oh, it looks good. Oh. They didn't get interviews from, like, Justin Timberlake, though, so I'm like, Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that good, though. Like, Justin Timberlake saw YouTube on it and was like, 
to call me when it's Netflix. Sure. <laughs> or he drank the Kool-Aid. Well. I don't know anything about it. Um, but, so drag race, RuPaul's Drag Race is behind a paywall that I don't feel like scaling at this point in my life. What is, what is on YouTube for free is Drag Race Thailand. <gasps> it's amazing. It's so good. What? It's amazing. And the, they're all, it's all, um, subtitled. And some of the, the, the ones I've been watching, because of course several people have posted this, the ones I've been watching, if there's a funny, like, play on words in Thai or a cultural reference that, like, we as a Western audience wouldn't get, there's a little, like, asterisk and an explanation of it along with the subtitle. So, like, one of the challenges was, the, the, the runway challenge was, dressed like a woman from a, an iconic Thai movie. So, of course, as an American who has not seen any Thai movies, I'm just like, I don't know. But every time somebody came out, I'd be able to pause it because there was a little thing on the screen that's like, oh, it's from this movie. This is sort of what the movie is about. And, like, these are the iconic things that this drag queen is using to indicate that character. So it, like, explained it to me in a way. It's just, like, bare bones. Like, I get where they're coming from. And it's it's so much fun. It's so good. And their their drag names are pretty amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. One of my favorites. She's she. I like her personality. She's not the most skilled, but her name is B Ella. B is for big, and Ella comes from elephant because she's tall and like she's a big girl, and she's just like leaning into it, <laughs> and I love it. And there's one there's one girl. Her name was like Bunny B Fly, and oh. like. They, it's it's so much fun and it's free and you should all watch it. Okay, it's it's so good. <laughs> so that's what's got me hot bothered. I've I recently stumbled across this on Thursday. We're recording on a Saturday. I think I've seen four episodes. Yeah, <clears throat> that sounds delightful. Yeah, it's, it's so great. much fun. That's great. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about books. Do it. Let's Talk About Love by Claire Can. Striking a perfect balance between heartfelt emotions and spot-on humor, this debut features a pop culture enthusiast protagonist and an unforgettable boy- voice sure to resonate with readers. Alice had her whole summer planned, non-stop all-you-can-eat buffets, while marathoning her favorite TV shows, best friends totally included, with the, smartest, uh, with the smallest dash of adulting, working at the library to pay her share of the rent. The only thing missing from her perfect plan? Her girlfriend, who ended things when Alice confessed she's asexual. Alice is done with dating. No thank you. Do not pass go. Stick a fork in her done. But then Alice meets Takumi, and she can't stop thinking about him, or the rom-com grade romance feels she did not ask for, and certainly butterflies and swoons, oh my. When her blissful summer takes an unexpected turn, Takumi becomes a knight in shiny library employee badge, close enough. Alice has to decide if she's willing to risk her friendship for a love that might not be reciprocated or understood. So that's 
that's that book. Oh, okay. That's that is that that's what the book says it's about. What is that's Neil? What is this book what about? It's about yeah. Okay, so here we have Alice, who's um, just it's like the summer between her probably like sophomore and junior year of college. Something she's freshman, nineteen. Sophomore. Oh, so like freshman sophomore year of college. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um. So, okay, she did a dumb thing. She started dating one of her, like, her dorm mate. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's just the two of them in a room, and they're like, oh, let's start dating. That was a bad idea. Um, though, it was supposed to be her and her best friend, Feeny, but then Feeny moved in with her boyfriend, Ryan, at the last minute. So mm-hmm. then Alice was paired up with Margot or something. Yeah, I think it's Margot. Okay. Um... And then they started dating. So the book starts with Alice coming home to her dorm room, and Margot's just like, we need to break up now. Yeah. <sighs> Rough sauce. So then, you know, of course Alice is like, well, I need to find a new place to live. Uh, so Alice is bi-romantic, asexual. Right. She never told Margot that she was asexual. No... No. So when it becomes an issue, she doesn't talk about it. So it's, and I'm, you know, like it's not my place to dictate to when someone else should come out. But it seems like Alice d- just doesn't want to talk about it ever. Right. Like she she doesn't want to have to come out as asexual, which is. Fine. Well, no, and like, and I, yeah, and in a perfect society, nobody's making that assumption, but that's not the society, society in which we live. No, so and if I you're entering into she, a romantic relationship, like, that's something you have to talk about. Yes, it is. And when she's talking with her counselor later in the book, there's a, there's a nice moment where he's like, well, you should find a community so that you know, like, so you know what's going on in your own self, but also, like, how, to, how others have dealt with similar problems. And she's like... I'm sorry, what community should I belong to? Because even the communities that are available to me don't, like, the gay communities may not actually like having a bi person as part of their community, much less a black woman, much less an asexual. So, Mm -hmm. like, even in, like, the... Like the queer community, she's an outlier. Right. And Which so, is true. Right. Sadly. So she doesn't have like a community. And he's like, well, where do you go? And he's like, she's like, Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Well, yeah. Uh, also, she, I mean, like jumping ahead just a little bit, she starts going to a counselor and we actually see the sessions with the counselor. I think this is the first time this has ever happened. There have been times where characters have started going to counseling, but we've never been there for one of the sessions. The only other time I can think of is in the cop book when Eve Dallas was mandated to go. Right. And that was very different. Whereas this was, and, and it like, she didn't feel she needed it. Whereas Alice is like, no, I need to talk to someone. And it turned out to be helpful for her. Yeah. And that's great because mental health is very important. Yeah, no, this was a, an example of a good counselor too. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Uh, for me as a reader, I would get frustrated sometimes because the narrator is on purpose a little unreliable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I needed a reliable source of information, and at first I was hoping it was going to be the counselor, but of course the counselor isn't going to tell her what's what. 
He's not going to tell her what to do. That's no. not his job. Right. And so that was very nice to actually have yeah, a good yeah, counselor yeah. who was like, no, you talk. And then would just ask, like, reaffirming questions or, mm-hmm. like, pull information out of her mm-hmm. or, like, state some things. Like, and then here's a couple of tools that you can take with you. Right. You're also welcome to come back if you feel like you need to. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. I think you should. But, like, whatever's good yeah. for you. It was very, like, it was yeah. like, oh, here's best case scenario counselor. Right. He even worked with her to, like, he gave her a really steep discount because she's, a student working part-time over the summer kind of mm-hmm. thing because he's like no i like obviously you need someone to talk to and i'm available to you and so oh it was great anyway so alice has been dumped which is sad so she moves in with her best friend feeny mm-hmm. and feeny's boyfriend ryan mm-hmm. and all signs point to they're getting married eventually right it's just a matter of time in fact they're engaged they're, engaged. they're already engaged so they're in the process of planning the wedding. And they're her friends from high school. Are they both her friends from high school? I think so. Okay. Because I know that she and Feeney... No, she and Feeney have been friends since, like, preschool. Okay, yeah. And then she I was guess... definitely friends with uh, with Ryan in high school. Okay. So maybe they all... They, they met Ryan I in high school. I don't know if they're all going to college together, though. No. Um, Ryan started at the same school as... Um, Alice, but I think he transferred to another school because he's working on being a doctor or a lawyer or something. Feeney dropped out. Mm. And, and that's a point of contention with her mother. Oh, okay. That pops up a little bit later. Um, so Feeney's working essentially to like pay for the wedding kind of thing. So Alice moves into a like, it's it sounded like a pantry. Yeah, yeah, Just like yeah. a large pantry. <laughs> it's, she calls it her Point five bedroom. It's like a one point five bedroom apartment. Right. So I, I thought it was appropriate that it's obviously a closet, and she decided to not call it a closet, even <laughs> yeah, though yeah, this yeah. whole book is about yeah. coming out. And <laughs> I knew someone in college who one of his roommates literally lived in the pantry. Like it was off of the kitchen with like the folding slatted oh door God. and everything. College. Jesus Christ. I know, Christ. right? And they're in college. Yeah. They're like freshmen in college. So it all makes sense. And then, of course, Alice right away is like, oh, I can, like, zhuzh up the place, blah, 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 because she she considers herself really, like, she she's really into aesthetics, um, and she loves sort of organizing spaces and dressing them up for, for people's taste. She also has this cute meter. She's super into... Cutie code. Cutie code. Things and people that are really cute. So even though she's asexual... And doesn't have sexual feelings towards people. She's like, oh my god, that person is super cute. I just want to make out with them and cuddle and just, like, be cute together. (laughs) So she's, like, super into aesthetics and things that are cute. Also, she is way into nerd culture. Yeah. In a way that felt really genuine to me. Which I appreciate as someone else who's a nerd. Um... As opposed to someone who's not a nerd being like, oh, let me write a nerd. They're into comic books. So they talk about comic books like two times. Blah, right, blah, blah. right, right. No, I appreciate, like, like when she talks about the, f- she doesn't write fanfic. She writes, she writes essays. Critical essays <laughs> of her favorite nerdy TV shows. Right. Uh, she is also a watcher of Supernatural. Yeah. And that got, and it was like, yes, yes. Yeah. Yep. I agree. And the thing is, because, I'm sure this author didn't want to 
encroach on intellectual property violations or anything when she referenced like say supernatural she'd be like oh the show with the brothers that fight the super cute brothers no, no, that she, fight she demons. says it oh did she yeah, well there she, were there were other things where she doesn't say what yeah, it yeah, is yeah, but yeah. like describes it in a yeah, way it that's seems like, like there's we all very know what specific she's talking times. about yeah, yeah, yeah i feel like harry potter was one that was like sort of just mentioned as something they sort of yeah she sort of because, but yeah supernatural 100 said the actor's <laughs> name even or the character's name oh yeah, yeah, yeah. dean Okay. Dean Winchester. So, <laughs> Not that I know. <laughs> I've heard it's a fun show. I love it so much. I've been <gasps> Oh, you have a thing to do tonight. I was going to say you should come over to my house and watch it, but that's not going to happen. Anyway, go I ahead. I have a, a, th- a thing to do. I'm seeing friends. Um, so, this is Alice's life has been sort of uprooted. Um, meanwhile, we find out that her very pushy mother, father, and older sister... Are basically like and older brother. He's not as pushy. He's more on her side, but also more on the parents' side. Yeah, he he hates being caught in the middle because he had to move back in with the parents, so yep. he doesn't get. The, and his, her mom is really passive aggressive about shit. Oh my god! In a way that is super obnoxious. But basically, both of her parents are lawyers, and they're like, "So you're going to law school?" She's like, "I don't, I don't know." And she's Alice is undeclared. They're like. Just declare Polly's size so you can go to law school. Why are you dicking around about it? And I was just like, I... Uh, so obviously she doesn't want to go to law school, but then she doesn't say anything about it. Yeah. She avoids confrontation to a point that it's so frustrating to read. Yeah. And this is across the board, and we'll get more into it later. But she just, instead of being honest about her feelings which i know can be hard i know that's difficult a lot of times i think for a long time in for a long time in the first part of the book i was upset because i didn't understand why she was working so hard to like to to not be confrontive or to like like, because the way she was projecting herself versus the way she was acting it was so weird and then i found out she's 19 i was like oh oh she's no life experience yeah she's not had to deal with this yet like this is the first times and so it's like hard yeah okay yeah and i understand that but it doesn't make it any less frustrating no but it does make like teenagers difficult to read in general oh yeah i mean so so she should have gone home for the summer because of course you can't stay in your dorm room anyway right really but she didn't want to because that would be a summer of her parents telling her what to do right um and so she wanted to stay in school so she told her mom she was signing up for one sort of a class, class. Yeah. type thing and uh her parents logged in to her thing and found out she wasn't taking a class yeah and were pissed about it because, of course, they're paying for it. Yeah. So then her mother signed her up for a class. Yeah, some weird lecture thing. Yeah. Anyway. So all this is going on. Meanwhile, she works part-time at a library, at the local library. Um, and it's the first day of this very attractive young man named Takumi. Uh-huh. And he breaks the cutie scale. Yeah. So... Already, she's just like, oh, like her head gosh. explodes when she sees him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sounds very attractive. Yeah, he does. So, um, so then uh, she finds out about this party from I think from her friend Feeney. 
or like they know some like a frat party or whatever, whatever. And they're like, oh, let's go. And she invites to, oh, it's the Halloween party. Yep. Uh, so they're going to a Halloween party. Was it a Halloween party? It was, it the, been. It was in the summer. It was a costume party. So she goes, she invites Takumi. He's going to show up later. She goes with Feeney and Ryan. They disappear upstairs to go make out. She goes to get a drink, gets cornered by some really douchey guy, and she's one of the only black people there. And she's just like, what do I do? And then this black guy there who's like, is everything okay? And she's like, no, it's not. Get this guy out of my face. And he does. I'm like, good for you looking out. Um, (laughs) So then she goes back and she finds out that Ryan and Feeney have gone upstairs to hook up. So she's like, that's shitty. Uh, so then she goes to leave, runs into Takumi, they go do their own thing for a while. And then for the rest of the book, Feeny is so fucking pissed off at her. I did not... Okay, one, I... Okay, I didn't understand her friends. I didn't understand why they were her friends. No. Um, she says to the reader, like, the cutie code is, like, something she's only admitted to a small number of people Mm -hmm. because she doesn't like to be made fun of for it. Yeah. Like, it's not just a... I'm a cute person and this, or I'm, I'm a fun, interesting person. And this is how I assess things. It's like, no, it's actually, it's part of her like makeup as a person. Mm-hmm. So like, because this is how she assesses the world. Right. And how she assesses her own emotions. And it's how she assesses herself and other people and the things around her. So she only tells an, a small number of people and both of them in the book make fun of her right away mm-hmm. or call her out on it or embarrass her with it. Mm-hmm. And I was so pissed about that. All of the people, too, she hasn't come out to them as being asexual, but they don't not know that either. Yeah. So, like, it's not anybody... Like, I myself, like, if somebody just said to me, like, I'm just not that interested in sex, I'm like, okay. Like, I'm not... I If you're the type of person who probes into that, you're a jerk face. Yeah. So... She said that to both of these people, which is one of them works at the library and one of them's Feeney. They're Ryan to an extent. Mm-hmm. And like all of them are like, well, you just haven't met the right person. Right. Even though she's been sexually active. Well, you just haven't like tried hard enough. Like all of these things. And then and then Feeney is constantly pushing her to go out with somebody. Mm-hmm. And she starts doing it and Feeney gets pissed at her. I didn't understand right. that. It was really... It's like, yeah. this is not an okay conflict. I... I understand... I understood why Alice um, was friends with Feeney, and they talk about it a little bit, in that Alice is really bad at standing up for herself. Feeney's really good at standing up for Alice mm. for her. Like, she has the story from when they were really young and somebody was making fun of Alice and Fina just, like, punched him in the face. It was like, <laughs> that's my friend. Don't talk like that to my friend. Right. And it's obvious that Feeney loves her so fiercely. Right. That And I can understand why you would want that in your life. But at the same time, Alice constantly feels like she has to walk on eggshells around Feeney. She does. It's, and she does, because it's always what Feeney wants. Because Feeney has anger management issues and is not... a sort of person to compromise. So, like, that is obnoxious through the whole book. It's just like, why are you... Like, there's one point where she and Ryan set a date for the wedding, and she doesn't tell Alice. Because they're fighting. Just, like, fucking get over yourself. Right, and they're fighting because... 
Alice is doing exactly what Feeny wanted, right. which was dating a right. person she liked. Yeah, and then Feeny's like, oh, but you ditched us at the party. And Alice is like, you ditched me at the party. And Feeny's like, no, we didn't. We were still at the party. And she's like, yeah, so did you expect me to just sit around and wait for you while you guys were having sex? And then, like, Phoenix sort of changed the yeah. subject. And it's like, Can obviously I just say, this, oh. I've never been upset at anybody who's ditched me at a party when they themselves would, like, I'm the ride. Like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Al- like, Alice wasn't the one who drove there. Alice doesn't drink alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Alice... Uh, didn't know anyone there. Yeah. Alice already talked about how she wasn't sure she wanted to go. Yeah. Um, uh, Feeny was the ride, and they ditched her, and the Alice was like, man, this party isn't fun and left. I would not be angry. I'm like, yeah, we're all free people. Yeah. That's not how Feeny <laughs> is those, world, apparently. If those people were my ride, and I would feel ditched. I'd feel like, okay, what if I wanted to go home? Yeah. Which Alice did! And then she, but, yeah, she wanted to go home, but then she ran into Takumi and they had a really cute date. They did. So there's a very long time where she's like, I don't know if he's into me. And he was like, giving out vibes, but also kind of like. He wasn't really my favorite love interest at first. He was a little naggy. At the time. Oh, he was, yeah. And that was was a total turnoff. Yeah, yeah. Like, at first he was a little too, like, at first, it was cute, funny, bumbly. Like, he knew he was doing the wrong thing, but he didn't know what to say to her. Yeah. And she was also being like, uh, I don't know what to say to you, so don't talk to me. Right. So she was giving off, like, very much don't talk to me vibes. And he wanted to talk to her, but also didn't know how, what to, how to start this. Right, right, right. So they got into constant, cute, adorable, right. strange, awkward yeah. conversations, yeah. which were fine. But then he would say, like, you're terrible at feeding yourself. Uh, you were. She was. She But I'm. Mean, you don't tell somebody that before no, you even no, got no, no, to no. know them. No, that's very true. Like, and you definitely like, and it's perfectly fine to bring them food. Like, I've yep. brought you a thing. He brought her because lunch you're every day. shit. Because <laughs> you make terrible life choices. Yeah, no. Obviously, she's fine. She's a 19 year old who's uh putting herself through school, sort of. Whatever. Whatever. It's fine. She's fine. Everybody eats ramen when they're 19. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> also, she only has so much money. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and it has no interest in cooking. That is not a fault in yeah. a person. Yeah. Oh, I was, and it's not her fucking kitchen either. I was so fucking pissed at that. I was pissed at that. Let I me just tell you, I would not date a man who was like, your food choices are bullshit. I would look at him and like, your face choices are bullshit. Not face. Obviously, I, I would say something smarter. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, she's doing the thing where her arms are crossed, but then when she wants to make a point, she'll uncross just one arm to like gesture while the other arm stays crossed. So That's how upset she was. I was exceedingly angry at that moment, even, especially since I knew how much she liked him and that that's like a struggle for her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was also a point she was feeling feelings that she didn't quite under... They were like quasi-sexual feelings. And mm-hmm. she's like, ugh. Because she... When she's having sex, she enjoys it. But when she's not having sex, she's like, I just don't care. And she she makes the analogy. She's like, some people love running. Some people don't care about running. I don't care about sex. When she's not having sex, she just doesn't care. She doesn't understand why it's such a big deal. So when she starts having these feelings that might be sexual for Takumi, she's like, so that's when the counselor comes in and they like do mm-hmm. some work on that and and what I enjoyed by the end of the book 
she didn't change as a person. She's just like, oh, this person has made me feel these interesting feelings and I just, like, need to deal with that. Maybe I'm changing as a person. Maybe I'm not. Oh, I'm not? Okay, great. I'm still asexual? Great. He didn't, <laughs> quote, fix her. Right. Because he's like, anyway, I appreciated that. Um, so there's one point, too, where she helps him move. He's like, oh, I just, um got out of a weird living situation so I found a new apartment so she helps him move and then sort of like gives him decorating tips for the apartment and blah 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 but at the same time she's like I don't know what I want to do <sighs> like four chapters and I'm like girl do interior design obviously. obviously obviously she doesn't realize it until like the last three chapters maybe that someone's <laughs> like have you thought about interior design and she's like oh is that a job Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. We all have HGTV. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, she tells her parents and, like, her mom refuses to speak to her anymore. And they're like, you're cut off until you make a a better decision for your future and all that bullshitty stuff that parents can do sometimes. She and Takumi are hanging out. She's still kind of hanging out with Ryan. She's not talking to Feeny. So she's having to, like, spend time at Takumi's apartment to avoid seeing Feeny at their house. So she's like, oh, I know that Feeny goes to bed around this time every day. So I'll just stay at Takumi's apartment until after that. So I can go home without having to run into her. And it's awful. Um, So they're getting closer. They're enjoying things. They're, like sharing new experiences with each other. He's like, oh my god, you haven't seen this movie? And she's like, oh my god, you haven't been to this cool place? And so they, like, do things for... Oh, it was, um... She loves rom-coms, so she shows him... I think it's, like, When Harry Met Sally or something? I think so. And then he's really into horror films, so he shows her some crazy horror movie that she'd never seen, and... So they're, like, you know... Dating. Dating. Like, she's like... Yeah, she's like, I don't know what's happening. And then also she, like, was like, I can't tell him that I'm ace, so blah. And then the counselor's like, are you sure about that? She's like, yes, maybe. Uh, I don't know. So then she patches things up with Ryan. And then, of course, the night that they're going to, like, hang out together and, like, binge watch something like they always used to do. She gets a call from Takumi, who's drunk, stranded at some bar, and he needs a ride home. So then she's like, oh, I can't just leave him. And Ryan's like, okay, well, get home as soon as you can. So she picks up Takumi, borrows Ryan's car, picks up Takumi, drives him home, blah, 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 blah. She finds out that he was engaged. So he didn't leave a living situation with a roommate. He was engaged to this girl They'd been dating forever, for like five years or something, right? Jesus, he was only like 24. I know, but they met in college. Right. Yeah. Um, And he's working on getting his teaching credentials, right? Yes. Yes. Um, Because he's going to be a kindergarten teacher. Because he's going to be a kindergarten teacher. So, of course, he's everyone's favorite at story time and at the library. Anyway, so he was engaged to this, like, gorgeous woman, and then it just didn't work out and blah, 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 and... Alice is trying to deal with it, and eventually they, eventually they admit that they have feelings for each other, and she's like, oh, I'm asexual, and he's like, hmm, I gotta, I gotta go think about that, and she's like, okay, and he comes back and he's like, yeah, let's try it, why not, all right. 
right. Because also she's, she makes a very clear point towards the beginning of the book that she's not interested in an open relationship. Which is like an even trickier situation to be in if you're asexual dating somebody who's not asexual. It's just like, oh no. Right. <sighs> but by the end of the book, they're like, oh, she, yeah, she tells her parents that she wants to be an interior designer. Her mom refuses to speak to her, but then her dad's like, I'll pay your rent while you're still in college because I still want you to go to school. Blah, blah, blah. She and Takumi decide that they're going to date and like give it a try and. I like that it ends with them being like, yeah, I mean, all we can do is try this. Right. And just see what happens. No, I like that, too. And I think that was fair. And that's that's honest. It is. Uh, yeah. Because he didn't... It, w- he didn't show her that she was, quote, wrong for not wanting to have sex. And he wasn't like, oh, I never need to have sex ever again. Because no. Because that's not how people are. No, no. And, but she was also like... That doesn't mean we can't have sex. It's just I'm a different kind of sexual partner than you've had before. Yeah. And I may not want things, and I may not do things, and I may be different. And that may not be fun for you. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means for you. Yeah. We'll just figure it out as we right. go. But she still, she loves making out and cuddling, which are two great things to be doing. But those are awesome things. Yeah. But, I mean... For me, a lot of times that leads into sex. So, like, I could see how that would be difficult for Takumi. Right. Yeah, but I, I also appreciate that he wasn't also magically ace. Right. Right, right, right. There was, there was a hot second where I thought he was going to be. Like, it sort of was, like, leading in that direction that he was like, oh, I am too. You just never asked me. <laughs> or I don't feel comfortable talking about it. Oh, we're the same. But that's not what happened. And he, you know, they, they decided to give it a shot. Which is great. That is great. Yeah. That is good. Hooray. the end of that book. That's that book. 16th Summer by Michelle Dalton. Anna is dreading another tourist-filled summer on Dune Island that follows the same routine. Beach, ice cream, friends, repeat. That is, until she locks eyes with Will, the gorgeous and sweet guy visiting from New York. Soon her summer is filled with flirtatious fun as Anna falls head over heels in love. But with every perfect afternoon, sweet kiss, and walk on the beach, Anna can't ignore that the days are quickly growing shorter, and Will has to leave at the end of August. Anna's never felt anything like this before, but when forever isn't even a possibility, one summer doesn't feel worth the promise of her heartbreaking. Dot, dot, dot. Dot. There's an extra dot in there. So, Claire, that's what it says this book is about. Uh-huh. What's this book about? Oh, my God. This book is about no conflict. I know. <laughs> I'm, it's been... Oh, my God. It is... Oh, okay. I will say, during Let's Talk About Love, sometimes the conflicts felt forced. Uh-huh. Because we had to have the Feeny conflict and the family conflict. Mm-hmm. Like... In the first draft of that book, it's quite possible that Alice met this guy and then had a hard time navigating her feelings and then they worked it out. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, there's no conflicts here. She needs to have something go wrong. And it was like, okay, her family doesn't approve, but only of her choices in major. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're not going to cross that bridge yet. Yeah. And uh, her friends don't approve, but not of her being ace 
but of her just not hanging out with him enough. <laughs> like, that's like, <laughs> that's it. That's where the conflict's coming from. In this one, the author decided to not have conflicts. the main conflict could of course be like this the setup for this is perfect it's like it's it's townie versus tourist Mm -hmm. and all the townies hate the tourists (laughs) and the tourists all don't understand the townies because they're temporary because they're there temporarily Mm -hmm. and the setup is obviously like a rich versus poor class issues all of those kinds of things uh north versus south because this Mm -hmm. takes place in georgia and most of the tourists are from new york um so all of that is there but in fact none of it matters um because it doesn't really (laughs) the conflict if you can call it that is just a ticking clock of the impending end of summer Mm mm-hmm there's Anna. Anna's fucking adorable. She's cute as hell. An she, ice cream prodigy. She's an ice cream prodigy. Their family owns an ice the the ice cream parlor, and she invents all these crazy ice cream flavors that are just like cheap. And gelato all, flavors. They all sounded so fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pineapple, um, ginger was, ale, yeah. gelato. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Be on board. Though there was one. It's like, oh yeah, my mom invented. Um, it was so crazy. It was like maple bacon something. I'm like, Girl. yeah. I, I wondered. It was like, was that written before the craze? Because I know. we're all on board now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, like Canada, all of Canada maple yeah, bacon. We're fine. Anyway, that sounds okay. delicious. Anyway. Um. Anyway, so she's there hanging out for the summer. She thinks it's just going to be another boring summer. And no, I and the thing was like such a boring summer. Ice cream, friends, beach, repeat. I'm like, you... I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, if that's your entire life, I can see why that's boring. But it's just like, I want ice cream and friends and beach. Yeah. Like, not a lot of beach. I burn easily. But <laughs> ice cream and friends. That sounds delightful. Bonfires on the beach. Bonfires. The best. Sounds so good. Ugh. Um, And so she's the hanging out. The whole island is bikeable. The whole island it's is bikeable. Like a, ugh. Anyway. Uh, they're just hanging out. She meets this guy named Will, who's from New York. He's mm-hmm. from one of those tourist families, or Shoebies. Shoebies. Um, Shoebie, Shoebie, Shoe. Yeah. So he's he's there. They meet. They start dating. It goes great. They are perfect mm-hmm. for each other. It's an adorable teenage romance. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, he has to leave. Yeah. That's the only conflict. Right. There is no other conflict. The conflict is, eventually, he has to leave. Yeah. Her family's not against her dating him. His family is not against this happening. Uh, there is no love rival. There is no townie versus shoebies. There's no um, There's no forced separations. There's no antagonist. There's no bad person. None of that. It's n- nothing. It's she has a perfectly pleasant summer with a delightful young man from New York. And she at one point breaks up with him because she's worried about getting her heart broken and she can't live in the now. Mm -hmm. They get back together. Her heart is still broken because the summer eventually ends, but they'll, there's nothing. They don't even decide if they're going to figure it out. Maybe it'll be long distance and he's going to come for Halloween. Well, maybe not. Two months is a long time in teenage years. It's all now the book is over. Like anyway, so he's, Going back to New York, that's that's it. Like, yeah. and like, 
as far as teens, teen romantic summers go, it was a very romantic summer. Mm-hmm. Like, very sweet things happened. Mm-hmm. They had lovely teenage experiences together. No sex. There was no talk of sex. Mm-hmm. Which they is, made out, like... All the time. Fiends. They made it like any chance they got. They yeah, made out. This book mentioned swollen lips <laughs> a time. lot of times. And girl, get it. Whatever. He's yeah, having cute he as hell. Really cute. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was. Th- that was it. Like, um. I think the best part about this book is that you get a real like. This place was so real. Yes, like the, everything about this this island felt so real, so thought out. Just yeah. like all the different things that they do every summer, and the fact that like everyone knows everyone, and the mayor sings karaoke at the Fourth of July party every year, and the the like, way the the movies are set up, like on oh the beach. yeah, and just like the the like the candy store doesn't stock between certain times a year because like the. They, he gets most of his business from the local kids during the school year, so like their candy stores are running out over the... She eats so much sugar. So much sugar. I worry for her she and her diabetes. Is, is just like, it's just candy. Candy and ca- caffeine. Candy, all caffeine. The time. Oh, they drink so much coffee. They drink teenagers. so much coffee. But also the there's the bit where all the girls on the island, every year they make a new shawl. Uh-huh. That by the end of the summer, they use it as like a shawl and a towel and the beach blanket and by the end of the summer it's unraveled yeah. so like every year they make a new one and it's just like all these really sweet well they call the tourists shoebies because the they tourists, wore shoes to the beach they wore shoes to the beach but it's like you don't have to do that and you shouldn't because the grass is very fragile and mm-hmm. you should walk out on the beach without your shoes and also like this really lovely thing where she knows what to take to the beach sunglasses what it was like sunglasses, a shawl, and a little water or something. Yeah, like a giant thermos of a uh, cold caffeinated beverage. Right. Sunglasses, and the shawl. Yep. And I assume her house keys or something. Right. And that's like it. Well, not even the house keys because it's one of those islands. Oh it's one yeah, of those yeah, small, yeah. small towns where you yeah. don't have to lock anything. She's sixteen. Like yeah. So like that's it. That's all you take to the beach because you're gonna dry out where you're on the beach. Like that's it. Yeah. And I. Like it was, the environment was so rich. I also love like the when part they with the turtles, the part with the turtles. Oh, that was baby turtles hatched, and they watched them go to the water. But then they also watched like the seagulls, seagulls come, come and, and try to eat the baby turtles. And it is, she is like one of the, she's mortified, she's horrified by this yeah, happening, yeah, yeah. and she's very sad. But one she's of the, missed it a lot, right? Like she's it's one of those things that's like every year we go. And then nothing happens for a long time because we, like, have an idea of when the eggs are going to hatch, but, like, nature's on its own schedule, so she always, like, goes home before it actually happens. So this is her first time seeing it. Right, and she talks all the time, too, about not actually taking part in any of the summer tourist things because Mm -hmm. they do their own thing. Yeah. Why? They have their own restaurants. They have their own places they go. They have their own places they go. They totally avoid the tourist yeah. things. There's the country club or whatever, the yeah. yacht club or whatever it so is. So this is the first time she's participating in the island, really. Mm-hmm. In the well, same, in that part of the island. In that part it's, of the island. And it's very, like, the tourists are on, like, the south part of the island and the, the locals live on the north part right. of the island. And she's actually finding, oh, this actually isn't bad. Mm-hmm. I've been making yeah. fun of this for so long, but it's, right. it's actually nice. But at the same time, she 
And she's the sort of person, you know, she's 16. I'm sure we were all this way when we were 16. Like, she has dreams of moving to New York and, like, living in a big city and this glamorous lifestyle. So she's... She takes her, her island for granted. So when she's showing him around her places that, like, that the tourists don't see, and he's just so fascinated and enamored and enchanted by all of it, she's able to appreciate everything in a way that she hadn't before, which yeah. I really appreciated. No, I did too. I really did like that. There was, and it was very sweet and very genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, her relationship with her friends was, which was similar to Alice's relationship in that her two best friends started dating each other. Yeah. And so they have this whole thing going on while she's dating Will. Mm-hmm. And, but it felt really real that she feels like a third wheel, mm-hmm. but she also feels like she's not as connected to them anymore because they're so into each other. Uh, but they're also going through like, what is a pretty regular thing when you're a teenager and you start dating somebody that you're expect, you're not sure what you're to do with your expectations. And you're like, I have to make this a dating thing and everything has to be nice. And you're not my friend anymore. You're my girlfriend. And now we have to do girlfriendy things and the girlfriend being upset by that. And then them coming to terms with that. I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I would say, like, cause nobody changes everybody's the same Mm -hmm. from like the only thing that changes is that she kind of comes to terms with the fact that she yes does want to leave the island yeah i think at the top of the book she was she didn't know that about herself she thought this is my home and i hate the shoebies and i'm staying here forever probably i'm um, yeah 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 it was it was like her dreams of being in new york were sort of like a possibility to maybe think about at some point sometime. Right. But at the same time, she could just as easily stay home. But all her friends and family saying, no, you've always been this way. Like, you don't want to be here. The first guy you date is not from here. (laughs) Despite the fact that there are all these guys on the island who are obviously interested in me. Right. She's not interested in them. Right. Obviously, you don't want to be here. And that's okay. Yeah. You're allowed to not want to be here. Yeah. And that's also where it comes into, like, enjoying the island really for the first time through someone else's eyes. Mm -hmm. And that was all lovely. Um, That's it, though. Yeah. Like... It's just her island is adorable and cute. Her her so family precious. throws that most the the most amazing. Uh, oh my god, figgy pudding! Figgy pudding! Figgy pudding! That was cute as hell. Oh my god. Okay, so her family throws the Fourth of July party every year, and it's the one day of the year that no one in her family is allowed to serve ice cream. Of course, they have coolers full of there are gallons and gallons of ice cream at the party. But if they want ice cream, they get to ask somebody else to scoop it for them, and everybody does. Part of it, of their tradition, is there's this giant... It's like an oak tree or something? Yeah, yeah. Outside of their... In their front yard. And so every year, people bring something pink to put in the tree. They decorate it like a Christmas tree, but it's like feather boas, bicycles... Like just random pink crazy stuff. ass stuff, and they leave it there. They call and then they call the tree figgy pudding, and they leave it there until the first rains come and like wash everything out, and then they take it all down. And then when it does happen, she's like, "Oh, she looks like a, a tired, wet drag queen." <laughs> 
But oh my god, and, and it's just like, oh, and figgy pudding, figgy pudding. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then when they explain what it is, I'm like, this is the most amazing thing I have ever heard in my entire I life. I know. It's I love figgy pudding. It's so adorable. Which drag queen name, by the way. That's yes. an amazing drag queen. Yes. Name. Always yes. a flame. But anyway, that was adorbs yeah. and super cute. Yeah. And there were so many moments just about how adorable the island is or how, although I did like that she recognizes through his eyes how shitty some of the things she likes are. Like when they went to the swamp. And oh, she's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, this place is actually terrible. Going on. It's just like, oh, yeah. They just liked it because the tourists didn't go. Right. And she right, didn't right, really right. realize that until she was there with one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, nothing happens. Yeah. Like, it's a really cute romance mm-hmm. that works out great. Yeah. <laughs> that there's no problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate there was no problematic things either. Yeah. Like, uh, he was a delightful young man. He was She was so a, a, a very sweet young woman. And right away, he was like, oh, the, there, I just heard about this party at the country club or the yacht club or whatever it is. And he's like, oh, that's probably, like, the cool thing to do. Let's go. And he's, like, doing everything he can, not to, like, impress her, but to be like, I can, like, do datey things and show you a good time. And she's like, nah, bro, it's fine. Yeah. And that turns into a lovely, because they're both just like, this isn't where I want to be. So she steals food and they go under the like back deck of the yacht club and they have a picnic underneath until the tide comes in and it was super cute. It was. And, like right away Well, and their just, first like, interaction, like real interaction when mm-hmm. he comes to the, the ice cream shop uh-huh. and it goes terrible. Like neither one is good at talking to the other. No, they're terrible at it. And perfect her, teenage way. Her dad is there. His older brother is there. <laughs> and they both pick up right away on the fact that these kids are hot for each other and they're like <laughs> they can't talk and to the dad's other. like the dad's like I'm just gonna be over here and not worry about it and the brother's like I'm just gonna mess with my brother a little bit one of the best moments when Will finally gets around to asking her out and she finally understands that's what's happening yeah which was soups adorable especially since it didn't take too long like it didn't like drag this out for pages and pages yeah, yeah um yeah. it was just the right length for this to happen mm-hmm. when he finally asks her out and she finally says yes will's brother goes okay i'm taking you away before this turns terrible yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes you did the thing we're leaving <laughs> and the dad's like pretending to clean the hot water maker or whatever it was really sweet and honestly like that scene was so like i laughed out loud and i read it out loud because it was just so fucking adorable but like it doesn't change right there is no there's nothing they have to overcome except their own feelings of being scared of having to say goodbye to each other which they have to do anyway yeah 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 and it's not that they just didn't talk to each other about it, which is a little bit of denial. It's just, like, they're, they both recognize they're teenagers. Yeah. And that this won't go anywhere. <laughs> they're yeah. not going to get married. <laughs> they're not going to have sex. They're not going to move in. Like, it's over now. <laughs> like, maybe they'll wait and see if he comes and visits, and he probably will. And yeah, who knows what's going to happen. Because his parents are going through a divorce, and part of why they're there is the mom used to go there when she was a girl and so she's sort of like having a a nostalgia trip thing so it like it sets it up in a way that like oh maybe 
they'll come back next summer kind of thing but who knows and it did make it feel very real like yes. that's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. a teenage summer romance yeah and it was like all the parents were like oh this is so rough for these kids and there's yeah. like nothing anyone can do about it like her so mom's gonna... like do you want to talk and she's like i don't want to she's like great clean this thing she's like okay all right <laughs> his mom was really cute about it too yeah she was she was really sweet <laughs> and and especially because she she probably had a summer romance when she was there yeah. as a teenager so she like is recognizing like how just like sweet but hard this is and she's right. just like oh poor thing and she like she and um anna bonded pretty quickly and it was really sweet yeah it yeah. was it was soups adorable so i there were every time anna was like i can't really be happy right now because all i can think about is that we're going to be breaking up later i'm like yeah, that's the inside of my brain constantly. So I really... That resonated with me yeah. in such a way. Um, I also loved that when she first sees Will, the very first time she sees him at the beach, when she's having the beach party, like the end of school year beach party with her friends, and he's just sort of like wandering onto the beach. And she's like, I want to put my face on his face. Yeah! <laughs> but she's like, he's not hot. It's not like he's the hottest guy I've ever seen. Like, he's nice looking and everything. Like, he's a little skinny and blah, blah, blah. But, like, there's just something about him that I just want to, like, push my face on his face. So I appreciated that. I just did, like, too. Sometimes that happens. It's yeah. just like, yeah, you're not the sexiest person in the world, but I want to, like, just, like, be touching you constantly. Yeah. What I appreciate about both of these books very much is both of them are... I, under- I don't understand these feelings, but I also completely understand these feelings. Yeah. But I don't know what to do with these feelings. Yes. But I also do know what to do with these feelings. And I'm going to follow through, maybe badly, and I understand that, and I'm working on it. Yeah. Yeah, and I did did appreciate, because some of these books are just, like, rough to get through. So I appreciated that it was just, like, like, we basically went on a tour with her and Will of this wonderful island and them just like hanging out and being sweet together and it was nice it was too long for for that right like it, it I feel it didn't sustain itself long enough to be as long as the book was agreed there were points I'm just like okay I'm ready for this to wrap up because obviously nothing bad is gonna happen right we're You're not gonna like, skip ahead to next <laughs> summer when he comes back and you guys are going to college together right it's gonna end at the end of this summer right right so I, I enjoyed reading it. There, it was just like too much of itself. It it, it was um, very sweet and very twee. I think I which I love. A, I love a good dose of that. Yeah. I mean, like I, I personally would rather read this than like a lot of the books we read where the conflict just feels so forced yes. and unnecessary. I'd much rather read this, but this was too long for what it was. Yeah. Like no. I could have taken out a couple of those dates and been, been happy. Agreed. I think, um, I could have taken out a couple of dates and been happy. I, I would have liked just something. Uh, I, I would have, I don't need a forced conflict, but mm. I just like, something else that like changes them at the end yeah more than just being like now i've had my first boyfriend right you know like 
it's just like what about this experience makes you a different person right or more things like the sandcastle building competition where they go in and they're both like we're we're both terrible at this why are we doing this but then they are like they try anyway and it's obviously a competition and obviously other people are taking it a lot more seriously than they are and it's like oh so stuff like that where it's like there's some kind of tension and it doesn't need to be between them right you know but i mean it just either like does she become a more confident person at the end of this and that's too simple and i don't want that either but Mm -hmm. just like how does this make them different yeah it i felt that she started on the road to being able to live in the moment more like like it felt to me like in 10 years she'd be like i live in the moment i live in the now and it's all and then all got started from that one summer and that's a lesson i've been learning for the past five, ten years of my life, and now I can really embrace that. Like, I... Maybe I'm just... No, I think that makes sense. That makes total sense. I just... There... Uh, I would also, but like... But it's not in the book, so it's, it's not like in the book. me making Like, that would up, also yeah. be great if, like, at the very beginning of the book, it showed a person who can't live in the now. Yeah, Except yeah, yeah. it showed a person who absolutely lived in the now. Oh, cut just, the, like, the she most just important hang out thing, on the beach for hours. Yeah, the, the most important thing was whatever was happening right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway... <laughs> Ooh. Oh, with that, that's that book. <laughs> so do you want to fuck, marry, kill? Yeah, it sounds weird to do a fuck, marry, kill when it's like, a, when we have characters who don't want to fuck. <laughs> or that we shouldn't be fucking. <laughs> Legally. Like, they don't want that. Right. Do you want to do a, a cuddle, marry, kill? If you want. Yeah, let's do cuddle, marry, kill. Okay. Just to re- be respectful. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to go first or should I go first? Uh, you go first this time. Okay, Claire. Yes. Cuddle, Mary, kill. Ice cream parlors. Uh-huh. Libraries. Oh, God. And beaches. Oh, this is so hard. I know. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Okay, here's the thing. I'm going to kill beaches. Uh-huh. Not because I don't have a deep affection for them. But uh, all year round, I love the other two things. <laughs> Right. I love ice cream parlors in the snow. Oh, yeah. It's never too cold for ice cream. Nope. Nope. Yeah. That's, yes. So, uh, unfortunately, beaches. Sorry, beaches. Um, I am going to marry the library Mm -hmm. because it's an institution we should keep around forever and in posterity, and it's important, but also... Hello, all the books. <laughs> um, and I guess that means I'm going to... Oh, and I like this so much. I'm going to cuddle with an ice cream parlor. <laughs> it's like a Chuck Tingle book. It's so delightful. <laughs> I'm going to cuddle an ice cream parlor. Ooh, fresh mint chocolate chip. Mm. Earl Grey. Mm. Bring it on. Mm. Uh, Christine made a face when I said mint chocolate chip that says that she doesn't like that. No. You would get along with my mother. My mother who who listens to this podcast right now is going yes yes, yes! mint has no business with chocolate you're you're all wrong <laughs> uh so i would also sadly kill beaches um i actually don't super enjoy going to the beach during the day mm. sand in places i just have to be dripping with sunscreen constantly and whenever i go i go because it's nice and it's just very crowded huh uh, beaches at night, like I love a bonfire on the beach. Oh, it's so great, especially when it's foggy. 
and like you can you can't see the land and then if you look out towards the water it's just so black that you can't tell where the sky is and where the water is and oh and the sound of the waves hitting the, the beach i'm gonna I kill her killer i sadly i don't yeah, No, to. i get it i'm also gonna cuddle the ice cream parlor because boy do i love ice cream <laughs> and i'm gonna marry the library all right because it's just like so many of them are so beautiful too yes there are some gorgeous libraries out there and i just i love them yep i agree yeah i love them they are very much an exceedingly important cultural institution that we need to ensure exists in perpetuity. Yes. Give to your library. That's your PSA. Now let's talk more about sex. <laughs> Cuddles. <laughs> All right, Neil. Yes. All right. Your choices are Takumi. Uh-huh. Will. Uh-huh. Ryan. Uh-huh. Will is an adult, I'm assuming. Will is an adult. Okay, thank he you. He is grown. He has gone to college. He's, I mean, if he's going on the same path, he's handsome. Mm-hmm. He knows what to do with himself. Mm-hmm. And he's fine money-wise, because he obviously is coming from some money. Some money. Not a lot. Not, no. No, this isn't a regular vacation. They have they have to live in a much smaller apartment yeah, now. Yeah. But um, still, they live in New York. Yeah. So... Fine. Okay. Um, I'm going to kill Ryan. Okay. He was fine, but then also, I don't know. He also was like, oh, I can't talk to my fiance about how she's being stubborn about things. Yeah, well, he was high all the time. That was like Ryan's thing. Was he? Oh, yeah. He was also like quoting scripture a lot. He was like, and a, I'm like that's. Well, and he was doing that all the time because he was a big stoner. Like, uh, uh, like Al says that. Like, you can always tell when he's super stoned because he decides to quote a lot of scripture. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to kill him. Okay. He, was, he was perfectly pleasant. He was perfectly he was fine. fine. I do think he was the one person in that friendship that was able to, like, he was like, Alice, look, you're parents are paying for your college if you don't want their money you need to be honest with them mm-hmm. <laughs> like but if well no he said they're paying for your college so you better do what they say right but he was also okay. like well what i what i kind of feel like he no because he did say like if you don't want to do that then you can't take their money <sighs> Like he was like encouraging her to talk to her parents about it. Yeah, what? But like, mm. like I look, I'm not for parents financially like blackmailing their children into doing what they want. Yeah. But uh, like, I am for like open communication. And if yes. as a parent you say I want you to go to law school and I'm paying for this only if you do that because that's my wish, and you're like I'm taking that money and doing something else. You maybe did something a little wrong. <laughs> yes, I agree with that, but eh, we don't need to get into it. He's yeah. Too, oh. He's not the best. He's not the best. It's fine. He's not the best. He's not the worst. We all move on with our lives. Middling. Um, middling. He's middling. I would cuddle Takumi. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was great, but he had some stuff to work out. Um... Also, he'd probably want me to, like, go visit him at preschool, and I don't want to <laughs> He would just, like, constantly be talking about his kids, and I just... Just not up for that. I'm just not interested. No, yeah. Like, intellectually, 
children are great. I want them to be happy, but I don't want to have to interact with them in any way, shape, or form. So. Fair. But good for him. Like, it's hard being a, a teacher, especially a preschool teacher. And he is probably going to be really good at it. So we'll cuddle. He'll be like, oh, my kid's home. But like, shh, 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 shh. Anyway. Um, and then I'm going to marry grown-up Will. Yay! He, he was really nice. Um, he also, when he was like, oh, you don't know about blank to uh, Anna. And she'd be like, well, no, but you don't know about blank that I see every day. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, he, he realized that their points of reference were very different. And he learned from that. Yeah. So, and, you know, he seems handsome. His mom was great. I'd marry into that family. <laughs> so, the brother seemed fine, too. Like, you know, gave him a hard, razzed him, gave him a hard time, but was, like, super well-intentioned. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Plus, we have somewhere in New York to be. <laughs> so that's always nice. Yeah, I what would say, you? I, you know, same. I'm going to say same. Like, I had some problems with Takumi and his, like the way he does his come-ons and that I didn't really appreciate. Um, uh, I, Ryan, I thought he was fine. He was a little bit maltose, really, because he, he was, was so in the background. Yeah, like, Feeney was a really strong personality, and Alice was a really well-developed character. So compared to the two of them, he was, like, wallpaper. yeah. He could have been written so much more interestingly. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So all the same choices as you. I think, like... Um, I would say, like, my only problem with Will... I appreciate people who want to live in the moment and encourage other people to. But I don't like denial. Oh, yeah. He and I would fight about that all the fucking time. Like... Uh, like, I don't like, it's like, why would you think about that when we can just live in the now? And it's like, well, why can't we just plan for the future? Then we can live in the now knowing what's going to happen in the future. <laughs> or like, we can live in the now and then like plan for around the problems. Like, like, hey, the reason I, I like you so much and I'm scared about you leaving and it makes me sad. We need to deal with that now. And if you're like, I genuinely don't know what's going to happen in August. And I was like, oh, so you can't commit to writing a letter once a week? Even? Like, uh, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for talking about what happens in August. And you're not even willing to do that? Yeah, I'm out. Because if you can't talk about that, like, it's trouble. But also, that's the least of the troubles compared to Will and Takumi. So I'm on board. Yeah. Great. Great. Okay. And the books? Oh, no. Uh, of everyone, who would you fuck, who would you marry? And, or uh, cuddle, who would you cuddle, who would you marry, and who would you kill? Um, who indeed. I kind of feel like I would kill Sam. Who the hell is Sam? <laughs> He's Caroline's boyfriend. Uh, so Caroline and Sam uh, were uh, oh, Anne's, yeah, 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 best, yeah, yeah, fr- Anna's right. best friends. Fr- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we haven't brought them up. We much. never said, we brought them up, we didn't say, we their, say their names. names. So oh. like, who the fuck is Sam? <laughs> Caroline and Sam. Right. Because Sam was real annoying and was honestly, obviously saying terrible things to Caroline all the time in the background. Yeah, like that's true. Obviously saying things like, you're always so moody, you're always this, like, 
his first song, like, because they go to a place where he's singing in a band. It's at the 4th of July party. It's at the 4th of July party. And his song is about how he fell in love with her, but it starts off with saying pretty terrible things about her, like, your voice is nails on a chalkboard, uh, you cry all the time for no reason, like, things like that. I was like, oh, dump that motherfucker. Yeah. That was something I really appreciated about Carolina is that she had a gravelly voice. Yeah. She was really petite, too, wasn't she? Yeah. She was not as petite as Anna. Anna was, like, the teeniest three of teeny. feet tall. She was, like, 5'2 or something. I also appreciated, she's like, don't pick me up. Yeah. She's I, like, nope. I don't like that. I don't like being picked up. Because I'm so teeny, people like to pick me up all the time. I don't like that. Don't do it. Don't do it. it was and like, Will was kind of spindly, so he wasn't going to anyway. Right. But he was like, oh, no, yeah, sure. Yeah, I appreciated the hell yeah. out of that. It was, uh, yeah, Sam was, Sam was kind of awful. I didn't like Sam. Yeah, instead of thinking like, oh, Caroline is upset about something that we should maybe talk about. He's just like, oh, you're just being moody. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. I, would, I forgot about that. Yeah, so I'm going to kill Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to marry uh, Alice's counselor. Sure. He seemed really smart and very nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm on board. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe that's too easy a choice, but he seemed nice. <laughs> I liked him very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, as far as cuddles go, I think I'm going to cuddle Will's brother. Okay. Because he probably looks like Will. He's a little bit more of age, because uh, he's, go- he's about to go to college. And yeah. um, uh, also, Soups likes ice cream. And uh, looked sounded like he liked to have fun. Yeah. He liked to go out and do adventure stuff. Like yeah. he was never around because he was out doing something. He was yeah. He was like making friends or whatever. Yeah, he seemed great. And he, he was had... probably also having a romance. And it was well, no, because he had a girlfriend who was still oh, in New York. Right. But he wasn't getting hung up about it. Right. I'm sure if we spent enough time with him, he'd be like, "Oh, I miss her." Because there's the time he at the was it at the fire? It was at the fireworks show. He called her. Yeah. He was on the phone with her. But he was just like, yeah, whatever, I'm just here for the summer, and then I'm going to go start my life. And Yeah. Yeah. It was very chill. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cuddles, um, cuddles for that guy. Cuddles for that guy. I'm going to kill Feeny. <laughs> she was so obnoxious That's and fair. so hypocritical. Yeah. She was not a good friend for Alice. She wasn't. I look forward to Alice getting new friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to cuddle Takumi. Okay. Because he was cute. He sounded really attractive. And he was like a he was a genuinely nice person. He just had some stuff he was. that like, I don't uh, have the patience to deal with. Well and after the the first bit, like I feel like he got over Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The worst things. I yeah, because he definitely became the only person that Alice Alice felt comfortable talking to about her life. And he was very supportive and yep. like wasn't just like, oh, this is what you need to do. He was, he would listen. He would offer advice in a way that wasn't forceful. Um, and I would marry. Who would I marry? Like, I kind of really loved Alice. Um, but she doesn't want to be in an open relationship, and I don't want to never have sex again. So that would be tricky. But I mean, you would have sex. It's just like, it would be different. It would be different. I'm busy all the time anyway. We'd probably only have to do it like once a month. <laughs> I'll just marry Alice. Yeah, she was great. I really <laughs> liked her. Okay. Though, I mean, like, I would constantly be questioning everything because she doesn't 
communicate her wants. Yeah. So if we go do a thing, I'd constantly just be like, is this actually what she wants to do? Mm-hmm. Okay, no, I'm not going to marry her. Um, I'll marry Figgy Pudding. No! <laughs> so much. Also, listeners, I realize during the break, it's a fig tree. That's why it's called figgy pudding. <laughs> it's not an oak tree. It's a fig tree. Anyway, I'm going to marry figgy pudding, because why the hell not, right? It's yes. a magical island. I'm sure it talks or whatever. This sounds great. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Books? Um, I'd fuck both of them. Uh, yeah. I'm going to cuddle both these books. Sorry. Yes. Cuddle. I'll cuddle both these books. <laughs> um... 16th summer, like, everything you said about the, like, there wasn't enough conflict, um, was true. Like, I loved how sweet it was. It just, like, either needed more conflict for how long it was, or just should have been true. And honestly, that's what some readers need every once in a while. Yeah. You just need a thing that, things that happen in a nice way. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel, especially with, like, the books that we've read which I'm assuming is representative of this genre, that just, like, sometimes you just need a palate cleanser where, like, nobody's an asshole for no reason. Right. And just, like, a book where nice things happen to nice people. Yeah. And they're not perfect, but they're still good people. And they're working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, same. I'd fuck both these. Cuddle. Cuddle. Cuddle both these books. Yeah. And let's talk about, oh, my God. A biromantic asexual woman of color. Yeah. Who seemed great and seemed like a very good interior designer. Yeah. And like all kinds of nerd stuff. Just like she I wanna I wanna be really good friends with Alice. I wanna hang out with her. Yeah. Same. I wanna binge watch TV with her and same. talk about life. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Alright. Well Wow. Neil, is it time for our favorite game? It's time for our favorite game. <gasps> Christine Guess! Also Claire Guess, you know. Oh, also the, Claire Guess. Well, yeah, it's it's always the other person also Guess, but yeah, yeah. it's I more mean, fun with it's, Christine. It's fun, yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you'll be able to figure... You, I you, haven't been able to figure out any of them. Though. I know, I know. <laughs> well, is, no, you picked the professor's one, because it oh, was like, right, yeah. in the title. Right. These I don't know if you... <laughs> Right. If you tell me what the answer is, I will right. probably and that's and that's and, and that's most of the books that I picked because I only want to dig into Amazon so far. Okay. So the the books next time are Sleepless, Volume One by Sarah Vaughn, and Moonstruck, Volume One by Grace Ellis. Insomniacs. No, but that would be good. Astronauts. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> it's but werewolves. That's not it. Is it werewolves? It's not werewolves. <gasps> no, werewolves. That's way better than mine. <laughs> people, people on the night shift. No, <laughs> that would also be good. <laughs> graveyard workers. People like who work at a graveyard. No, but oh, that would also be good. And spooky. And spooky. <laughs> Okay, Sleepless. Sleepless and Moonstruck. Sleepless and Moonstruck. Insomniacs, I really like that. Mm-hmm. There'd be a lot of really tired fucking. Yeah. Just like, I just, uh, uh. <laughs> I'm doing gestures, listeners, sorry. 
It's a visual medium. It's a visual medium. Um, I don't know. I, if it's not any of the things we've mentioned, I nope. don't know. These are fantasy graphic novels. Oh! I'm really excited. I don't read a lot of graphic novels because I forget to look at the graphics and I just read it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, that's not what that's for. Um, but these both have gotten very good reviews as far as I can tell, so I'm really excited. Excellent. Yeah. That's exciting. I know. Ah, I love graphic novels. I know you do. So I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... Thank you, Claire. Well, thank you, Neil. Of course, of course. Thanks, Christine. Thank you, Christine. Thank you. Thank you, authors. Thank you so much, authors. Uh, Today was a treat. It really was, actually. It really was. It was. Nice and sugary. Um, Thank you, listeners. Thank you so much. You're the best. Uh, We really appreciate you listening. Uh, Please, if you enjoyed what you listened to, tell your friends. Go on the socials. Be social. Go on the iTunes. Go on the iTunes. Rate. Review. Subscribe. Download. Smash your face. (laughs) Into the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like with a brick or anything. No. No, no, but just like... Like, you're, you know, we can't make out. Make out with the screen or something. <laughs> Do it at work. <laughs> or make out with the screen of your phone on public transportation. Wow. Don't do that. Don't do that. Your phone is full of gross things. It is not healthy. Oh, okay. I'm taking back everything I said. <laughs> well, anyway. Until next time. Until next time. Keep, keep paddling. paddling.